Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Wild Burrow Podcast. I'm pretty excited for the episode this week because we had a lot of great contributions on the subreddit from some of you, and I can't wait to share that with everyone and celebrate the thoughts and actions that you all took or expressed last week. So this is what I want the show to be primarily made of, and eventually you're just going to kind of carry this thing to a place where... I can't take it on my own, so um, looking forward to that. Before I, I get into that, I just, just want to share some good news, um, some different friends and family who had some comments about the show over the past week. So two of my friends, they I guess were on a road trip or driving somewhere, and they let me know that they had downloaded all the episodes of the Wild Burrow podcast, and we're going to listen to it on their trip, and Later that day, they, they texted me and said they, they really liked the show, and so that, that was really cool, and I appreciate all the, all the positive feedback. Um, I got an email from my dad. He listened to the MLK episode, and he said, uh, I listened to your MLK podcast. What a wonderful tribute to King and what he was trying to do to free us all. You picked beautiful quotes to read, and your own words were as wise and, and insightful as anything you'll find on the internet. Love, Dad. And that, I think it was probably even more significant for me than my dad even knows, because we kind of butted heads for, for a long time, and we went through a lot of periods of um, disagreement for a long time. It was really hard um, for me, and I know for him, and a lot of my other family members as well. Um, just kind of as I was taking this different direction in life, probably a lot of that didn't make sense for a long time to a lot of people, but hopefully, um, I, I've really found out a lot of like truths about the world by just kind of going in this different direction that now I feel like I'm finally able to share this in a way where it can help other people. But um, in the midst of all that conflict and everything, my dad and my mom actually got me this MLK Reader, which is this book that's like a compilation of all of his, his speeches. And so as we're going through this conflict and, and disagreeing on a lot of stuff, I was reading MLK and all the speeches. And that really was what I drew on when I did the tribute episode to MLK. So for that to come back around and for me to be able to share that and the stuff that, that resonated with my dad all these years later was really cool to see. So um, I'm glad, I'm glad you like the show. And this is a special message to my dad, which is that I kind of have this new year's challenge uh, teed up for you. And <laughs> I gave you someone's number around the holidays. And I know that person would say yes, if, if you reached out to them to, to get together. So um, I'll leave that to you, but thanks for your feedback. Now I had a couple other interactions with people that, happened because of the podcast and this next one I'm going to tell you about it <laughs> I guess I'll say it was a coincidence the way everything happened but it, the way it happened <laughs> it really made me think so I have this friend who I hadn't talked to in I think it was like seven years and we recently friended each other on social media and I've been posting links to the podcast on there and she listened to one of the episodes and sent me a message and said, Hey, like, I like the episode. It's a great idea. And just kind of like, what have you been up to? Blah, blah, blah. And, uh, so I was like, well, I, so I'm on a road trip right now, <laughs> um, a skiing road trip. And so I'm driving around in kind of this remote part of the country. And I had stopped at this, it's kind of a small town. Um, 
and spent a night there. And the next morning I actually went to a coffee shop and for some reason I was getting this feeling like I was about to see somebody who I knew, <laughs> which probably was just because I, I go to coffee shops a lot. And a lot of my friends probably like to hang out at a coffee shop. Maybe people just looked like, <laughs> or were dressing like um, people in, in my peer group or something, but I, I was getting that, that feeling. And I was like, I, I'm in kind of in the middle of nowhere. Like you don't know anyone here, you know? <laughs> why is that happening? And, uh, so I didn't really think about it. And then, um, I, before I left town, I stopped at this grocery store that I really like. It's all like local food and everything and, and went on my way and I drove probably three or four hours to the next town on my road trip. And I get, <laughs> I get to the town and I see, I, I have this message from her, which is, this is the first time we've communicated in seven years. And it was this message that she had listened to the podcast. And, uh, so I was just letting her know what I'm up to and all, all that. And I was like, yeah, you know, what, what are you up to these days? And she reveals that she's living in that town I had just passed through. <laughs> and I had no idea. I, it's not a place I would have ever expected anyone to be living who I knew. But, um, and she messaged me like four hours after I had passed through there. And it turns out she lives right down the street from the grocery store I went to. And it that was just like, whoa, you know. Um, I didn't really know what to make of it. I mean, I guess it, it, it is a coincidence, but the timing and everything, it, it kind of made a big impact on me because um, I might have even thought of her that morning because we, we used to go to coffee shops a lot together and she actually introduced me to a, a chai tea latte. <laughs> First time I ever had one. Um, she used to get that drink a lot. So I, I think about her whenever I see a chai tea latte at a coffee shop and it, it really just made me think about, so there's this song I, I like, um, I'll post it on the subreddit. It's called pieces of the people we love. And it's about like holding people in your heart and how you can think about someone and they kind of become a piece of you. And just having that close encounter where like, maybe she was listening to the podcast and looked out her window. Like my car might've driven past, you know, or like I was thinking later, like, was she in the coffee shop? You know, I, I, that could have happened. And it, it just made me think about how we hold these people in our hearts and it's maybe people you don't communicate with, or maybe even relatives or, or loved ones who have died. And when you think of them, it's like, you kind of feel like they're there with you. And this whole experience made me just think that that's more real than maybe, maybe we think. And, uh, yeah, so it really gave me this image of like these pieces of people or like these shards or these fragments of people in our hearts. And it's like, what are these pieces and these these fragments of other people in your life doing for you? I mean, are they just pieces on the ground? So the, the image I was thinking was like, collectively as humanity, we were given this like beautiful piece of pottery. And at some point along the way, like we got distracted and we dropped it. And now it's just, it's just laying in ruin. You know, all these pieces are scattered all over the place and all these pieces represent like a different person. And in your heart, it's the same thing. Like are the people in your life just fragments of people laying on the ground that you're not doing anything with, or are you going to start piecing these pieces back together and rebuild this beautiful piece of artwork that, that we had before. And, the thing is when you put the pottery back together, like there's going to be all these cracks and lines in it that show everything that happened and all the tragedy and, and sorrow and uh, sadness that we've we're experiencing collectively right now in our society is 
it's just a lot of hurt, you know, <laughs> um, there's not as much happiness as, as there should be. So we need to start putting these pieces back together and recreating this beautiful artwork that, that is our life and our love and the beautiful people in our lives who should help us become the more full version of ourselves. And when you put that pottery back together, it's going to show all the scars and everything from, from what happened, but we will put it back together as close as possible. And it's going to be actually even more beautiful than it was in the first place, because it shows that we really realized what we have and that we cared enough to, to go through that process of, of putting it back together and picking up the pieces and reassembling everything in, in the way and knowing, having that image of beauty that, that we're recreating in ourselves now. And it's more meaningful because of everything we've gone through. So, so anyway, um, I'm glad I could share that with you all. And it was just this amazing experience I had that it only came about because I was doing this podcast, which is why I'm sharing it. Um, I hope it's okay with the person <laughs> who was involved in that. So, so that was that. Um, now things got even a little bit weirder. So <laughs> the next day, um, like I said, I'm on this, this skiing road trip. And so I'm up at a, a ski resort and I, I took a snowshoeing uh, tour which uh, I've never snowshoed before, but I, I kind of just wanted to go with other people just to kind of see what it's all about and if there's any technique or something. So I go on the snowshoeing tour and I got to talking to one of the people who worked at the resort and uh, <laughs> kind of one thing led to another. And before I knew it, I'm quoting like MLK from the podcast. And she, uh, I think it started because we were just talking about like how powerful and refreshing it can be to just get outside in nature and the beauty of the world and all that. And, uh, so pretty soon, I you know I don't go around just promoting the podcast, but this person she was saying stuff that I've been talking about, and so of course I said like I'm working on this project, you know, and she she was really interested to hear about it. So, um, she ended up giving the the podcast link to like the CEO of the whole ski resort and this other friend she has who has his own podcast and stuff. But I want to say to this person that it was just really cool that we were able to connect in that way. I mean, we were talking about like lo the importance of having love at the center of your, of your life. And for me, just doing the podcast and talking about love has made me a lot more open to discussing that with other people. And like I said, I mean, this is really a top of mind for a lot of people all the time, whether or not you, you acknowledge that, like that determines your happiness to a large extent, like how freely you're, you're loving and receiving love from other people. So, um, doing the podcast even enabled me to like have this conversation with her. And then, um, she's got a lot of relevant experience and she's also a writer. So I, I really appreciate, so this is like a direct message to this person, but it's also a bigger message about how I want this movement to spread. And what I want to say is I, I appreciate you giving the link to the CEO of the ski resort and your other friend and stuff. But what I really love is if you can, bless the subreddit with with some of your beautiful writing and write about one of these beautiful experiences um she's a teacher at this like holistic school that tries to cultivate like the humanity and in, in children and they actually cultivate a storytelling which is what i'd like to start to cultivate on this show and hear your stories and hear about the things in life that you've gone through and your wisdom that you've learned from all that it can be really powerful and so the way I want this movement to spread is it's great to, to share the link and spread that with people in your life, but I'm not so much interested in this getting to the hands of like powerful people or people who maybe have connections. I mean, we, 
probably at some point we will need that. But the way I want this to spread is by hearing people's true thoughts and opinions on the subreddit anonymously. <laughs> um, that deep introspection and honesty is what's going to really resonate in other people. And, and that's what's going to spread this thing. That's how I want it to spread. It's just this uh, like heart to heart kind of sharing. So I don't want people who necessarily are very accomplished in, in life. Um, it, this was a quote I, I forgot to read from Gandhi's thing last week. He talked about the way that they sustained the Satya Graha movement was not with capital, like money capital, but it was capital of character. So I want this to connect with people who are very great and wealthy in capital of character and very wealthy in that introspection and that wisdom that you can gain from your own life if if you let it if you let these these lessons and these thoughts come to you from all these challenges and and accomplishments that you're facing in life so, so that's my message that's a little recap um it's just cool for me to see the way that the message and this podcast is resonating with other people and it's all it's changing my life <laughs> Um, I've told you about other friends who have called me after listening to this show. So, so that's, uh, that's the good news. Um, I hope that doesn't come off as like too, too personal to me, but it's just evidence that the message is resonating and I hope it's resonating in your life. And it has for a lot of you because of the contributions you made to the subreddit over the past week, which is what I will cover next. This next segment of the show is really what I've been waiting for, which is when I can just read your comments and actions and I want to be able to give everyone's take on, on this idea. And like, you all can, can do things that I can't, you know, I just have my own one perspective and you all have lived your own life and have your own perspective on, on these things. And that's, that's really how this is going to spread and, and pull more people in by just showing all these various aspects of what it means to, to love someone and to find happiness in life. So this first comment I'm going to read is by a Reddit user, the adventurous one. And full disclosure, I think I know who this person is just based on the username. Um, a lot of people listening to the show right now are probably friends and family, but to whatever extent possible, I would like you all to be anonymous on the subreddit and the next two people I'm going to read quotes from, I, I don't know who they are. And that's just to keep this about ideas instead of like actual people and personalities. And I want to be anonymous to the extent that that's possible. It's just, I've had to spread the show <laughs> somehow. So I've sent it to, to friends and family. So, um, this is a very insightful comment by this, this Reddit user, the adventurous one. And again, you can go on the Reddit and read this for yourself. It was a comment written on, I posted the last episode on there. And a bunch of people wrote comments on there. To whatever extent possible, I would like you to write posts on the subreddit. Um, if you're just replying to someone's comment, then obviously a comment makes more sense. But if you have like a, a more independent idea that you'd like to share, please make a post on the subreddit. I'm going to emphasize this again later, but um, that just makes your thoughts more visible. And you all deserve to have your, your thoughts be visible. And I want to celebrate. I want to celebrate all the ways that my message is resonating with people. And I don't own these ideas again, you know, I don't own the concept of being happy or, or love. I'm just trying to, I'm trying to awaken that in, in everybody. And it's, it's awakening it more in myself. Excuse me. <laughs> I am drinking a chai tea latte right now. <laughs> um, but, uh, just talking about love and thinking about love, it's actually helped 
it makes me feel, feel more peaceful. <laughs> That's what I was saying. Just think about love or even the one day I was like, I was out skiing and I was like, just think the word love to yourself or maybe just say the word love like once a day or once a morning or something that can even just start to break down some barriers and make you feel more comfortable and, and relaxed. So, um, okay. So here's a comment by the adventurous one. And it's about this kind of introspection that I, that I had talked about. So, so here is this person's words. Don't shortchange yourself on what content you might evolve. Even in this episode, you say you made a decision to prioritize your own happiness in life and say you want to support your goal, which was to be happy and realize your true hopes and dreams in life. You could reveal what your true hopes and dreams are, but perhaps more powerful, how did you realize what they even are? I think that's a place where today's people need guidance. There's too much distraction that doesn't give us time to really feel ourselves. I'm casually working on a project that, in part, and maybe it will turn out to be in whole, addresses this distraction and hopefully offers a path to realizing our true selves. What actually do I, we, like, enjoy? I have a high confidence that very few people can truly answer this question, which leads us to consuming more distraction to avoid facing how lost we truly are. Although it feels fairly acute in modern society, it's an old problem. The unexamined life is not worth living, goes back to Socrates. Today's society arguably bombards us with magnitudes greater of ways to be with magnitudes greater of ways to avoid inward views. Part of that is actually learning to feel and remembering the feeling that something gives us. Who hasn't spent an inordinate amount of time scrolling TikTok, Instagram, whatever, and then looked up at the time and being surprised? But I'm sure no one then thought, wow, that was fulfilling and I'm glad I spent X hours on that. While these scene bites lured us on to one another, we awake from it in a media coma brought on by their empty calories. Why would someone go back to that? And yet, it can seem all too easy to turn away from what we might really be fulfilled by and waste more of our lives doing something that really doesn't fulfill us at all. There's a quote from one of the chef characters, Abraham, in the Hulu series, The Bear. One bite of a donut brings us joy. Two bites brings sadness. This resume, this resonated with me. One from a literal side, I've seen a donut and thought, oh yeah, <laughs> but the lure almost never pays off and I feel bad for eating it. A, I know it's bad for me and B, it really didn't taste as good as I thought. Now, I try to remember that feeling. When you did that last time, you actually felt like this. I'm trying to break from my usual routine, which is that I'm distracted, detached from my feelings by the flashy, empty promise of the sugar and try to remember something that I really want. In the case of a donut, it doesn't fit into my long-term goal where I really want to be fit, but maybe was distracted by the false prophecy of joy from the donut. So <laughs> I, there's so much good in, in there. I um, I just wanted to, to give that with anyone. I, I don't have a whole lot really to add from that. What The important thing I, I did want to address was the thing um, this person said at the beginning you could reveal what your true hopes and dreams are, but perhaps more powerful, how did you realize what they even are? And that, um, I think that's a place where today's people need guidance. There's too much distraction that doesn't give us time to really feel ourselves. That is so true. What, how, this is a question to everybody, and maybe you are asking this, but how often do you just ask that question? What do I need in life to be happy? And for me, I went 20, the first 22 years of my life without ever asking that. <laughs> And, uh, it was a humbling experience when I realized I'd never thought about what I need in life to be happy. And I was 22 years old and, uh, was a college graduate and had all these big fancy jobs lined up and stuff. And I had no idea what I needed to be, <laughs> to be happy. I, I hadn't even thought about it. And like, isn't that the most important thing in life? I mean, I think anyone would, would say yes to that, but how much, 
are we actually working on that is the question. And so he gives a lot of reasons why that's happening. It's like Instagram, there's all these different ways to distract ourselves from this question. What do I need to be happy? And that it's because the answer to that could make you really uncomfortable and it could require a lot of big changes in your life. And that's what happened to me. That's what I was referring to with this, all this conflict I've had with a lot of the people in my life. And sometimes you have to make changes that are good for yourself and maybe necessarily don't don't necessarily make other people happy and that's really hard but so this is the hard work that actually goes into being happy and this is what i'm going to talk about on the next episode is struggling and suffering as it's something that whether we or not we like it it's part of the journey to become happy in life is struggling and suffering and the way gandhi terms it in his autobiography is the seeker of truth uh you have to grow up in the dark, grow up around in the dark a lot of times. And I've dealt with a lot of that, like uncertainty. And um, you reach a place where you don't really know what the next move is or the next path forward. And you're, you're groping in the dark, you know. And But sometimes you have to go to these unknown places to reveal your true potential and, and let your life take on these other possibilities that you, you couldn't even imagine in your brain. You know, they come from other places, these other places of inspiration. So... Um, yeah, so even just step one is like asking the question to yourself, what, what do I need in life to be happy? And, um, you might not like the answer or you might, maybe you do do this already. It's something that it really does come from this place of quiet and meditation. Um, getting back to the snowshoe hike I went, went on with this person who she, we were talking about just the benefits of getting out in nature. And, you know, she was saying how she just, she does these like snow camping things and just watching the sunrise, you know, and getting those, those spiritual experiences that Martin Luther King was talking about, like this moment of, of wonder and awe just at the natural world around us. And just give yourself some quiet time to think every day. Or um, I would encourage everyone just to go for a walk, like, go for a walk at some natural place or a park near you and don't bring your headphones or anything, you know, just leave your phone in the car and um, try to just look at the trees and the nature, the mood of the day that it's around you. And there's a lot of deep meaning in all of that. And if we slow down and let ourselves be open to that, then you, I mean, for me, it does make me feel more connected and surrounded by by God and um, you feel more in tune with all this life around you, you know, like there's endless things to learn just from watching insects, the way insects crawl around on the ground and interact with each other. And think about why trees, like why are trees the way they are? You know, like why does, why do branches point in the direction that they do? Maybe you can't come up with an answer, but um, there's a reason behind everything. You know, these, all these life forms evolved over a time span that we can't even comprehend in our brains. So they're really just amazing creations. And um, so these are things that we can notice if we slow down and try to detach. And that's really important for me. That's been really important for me is to just kind of find ways to detach from all the surface level stuff and distraction and try to go deeper with these things. And all these different things are going to be part of your life. You know, like we, we do need to interact with the world and grapple with all, all these all the noise and the chaos, like we're capable of handling all that, but we also need to 
continue to grow as a person, like put down those roots deeper in, inside of you and also grow with that introspection. So, so thank you to the adventurous one for writing that comment. And I encourage you all to go on the subreddit and read it for yourself. Now, getting to the new year's challenge, we had our first two finishers of the new year's challenge. So I want to congratulate both of you. These were two Reddit users, Ambitious Ask 2115 and uh, this is a familiar username now, Ibex3838. Ibex3838 was the first one to finish the New Year's Challenge and write about their solution. So I will start with their story, and here it is. New Year's Challenge completed. Uh, regarding the New Year's Challenge, I phoned family and friends I haven't spoken with in a while as a way to visit with them since we live far apart, and it's not easy to get together in person. Excuse me. I always feel happy after one of these phone visits, particularly when the person is elderly and somewhat isolated and lonely. I can tell by the conversation on their voice they are happier by the end of the call. The reason I feel happy after one of these phone visits varies depending on what my relationship is with the person. If it's someone around my age or younger, I enjoy catching up on what's new in each other's lives or any other topic that happens to come up. If the person is in their later years and not as active as they once were, I enjoy hearing them light up and sound more alert and engaged in the conversation. They're interested in what's going on in my life, but most rewarding to me is hearing them reminisce and talk about their past. Humans are social beings. We need connection to love and feel loved. Life is short, and it's the relationships we form throughout our lives and how we treat others that gives our lives meaning. My calls or in-person visits when possible add happiness and meaning to my life. So I was just really happy to read about this, that this person went out and connected more with the people in their life and they felt happiness and meaning from that. And that's, that's really awesome. And that, so these are the simple things we can all do, you know, like call an older relative that you haven't talked to in a while and, and just see what, what's going on in their life. Um, these are the ways that you're going to start to improve your, your own life and, and feel happier on your own life. And this, I'm sure, I'm sure that that meant a lot to the, um, the people that, that Ibex three eight three eight reached out to, and that's what we need to change our society. That's that's this is the way we're going to change our society, and that's that's that MLK quote I, I read last week was um, keeping love at the center of our lives is going to create the society that we need. So this is how we're going to do it. I hope that this was like a bright spot for you, and I hope that we keep hearing from you, Ibex three eight three eight. I'm interested to hear how these relationships develop over time. And if you do keep up these conversations with, with relatives, like a few months go by or something, you know, let us know if something else comes out of that. The, the original story I shared about going on walks with my friend, I mean, it took a few months, but we had developed a rapport and relationship to where we could talk about like really personal things. And that's what ended up helping me through some tricky situations I was going through. And that was like several months after. So it takes time to develop relationships and there's going to be more meaning and benefit from, from them over time. So, um, Ibex 3838, you completed the New Year's challenge. As far as I'm concerned, your, your job is done here. <laughs> you can listen to the podcast in peace knowing that you've done your part. So thank you for that. However, if you want to keep contributing to the subreddit, you know, um, like write a weekly column <laughs> on there, <laughs> or if you come across a song or something else that's inspired you, um, let us know about it. Or if a couple months go by and you're still doing this and more th things have come out of it, please let us know. And I'd love to keep up with that and, and continue to share that on the podcast. 
so thank you. The, that wasn't the end of the nearest challenge finishers, though. So we had this other user, Ambitious Ask 2115 and they finished the challenge, and here's what they wrote. New to Reddit, looking forward to checking it out. I also completed the challenge. Reached out to my older relatives, and stepping back into time together helps both of us feel the love. Also reached out to the elderly in the community to help with their technology issues. I don't want to have them feel left behind in that area. So again, I, I'm just so glad that you went and did that and you're feeling the love with your older relatives and it's it's just so awesome to read about them to know that, that that's happening so it makes me feel better <laughs> about the world and i hope this this has been positive for you so so thank you both for doing that and everyone else listening to this you can go on the subreddit and you can look at these people's usernames and you'll see that I gave each of them a badge next to their name. So they get a badge that says they completed the challenge. And this brings up just a, a technical point about when you enter your story for the New Year's challenge, from this point forward, it's I want you to write a post about it and not a comment. Um, Ibex388 did do this. Ambitious Ask 2115. Right now, this is a comment on there. So if you can, just like copy and paste that into a post on the subreddit so it shows up right on the main news feed. Um, I would appreciate that. I, I didn't have this as a rule before, but I want you to all make a post when you finish the challenge because it's going to make it more visible. And then you can also add a tag to it. I added this green, it's called post flare on Reddit, but it's basically a green badge you can add to your post, which you'll see on Ibex 3838's post on there. I went and added it. So um, tagging the post will actually just let us filter by all those stories there's a button right at the top of the subreddit that you click that and it'll just show all the all the posts with that that tag on it so it'll make it really easy just to see all those stories so um if you forget that's okay i, I will go back and add it later um so yeah i look forward to more of these coming in um on the topic of the subreddit i know there's a lot of other listeners out there who haven't written anything yet i i would really like to hear from someone who feels really challenged by this new year's challenge and maybe you're having a hard time with it or a struggle and again anonymously um write a question about it or ask for help to get started on this thing i i just feel like this is this has to be hard for some people or else like why isn't everyone doing this already <laughs> so the first person who can this is great that these two people finished the challenge and they, they broke the ice in that regard but the first person who can express like why this is hard for you if it is hard Maybe it's not. Maybe I'll just start seeing all these stories coming in of finishers of the New Year's Challenge, which would be awesome. But if this is hard for you, you can break the ice by acknowledging that and writing your question um, or just saying why, if this is a challenge. And again, if this doesn't apply to you, don't don't worry about it. But um, that, I think, will be really valuable when other people come across this concept and, and read about it. And they might have the same questions or thoughts. So that's going to help them a lot and, and make them feel like there's not something wrong with them. Um, I, I think this is, it's perfectly reasonable that this could be hard. Again, you're exposing yourself. Uh, somebody could say no or something. And, um, but this is a great example. These two people called older relatives, you know, that's, that should be like a pretty, that, that's an example of someone who might be a really comfortable person to reach out to and, and start to experience that with. So, so that's that. Um, I want some theme music for the podcast. <laughs> I, uh, I really want art and creativity and music and visual art to be a big part of this, this movement. 
And artists have a way of expressing those ideas of love and inspiration in, in ways that other people can't. Um, I mean, everyone is an artist in some way, but like, I, I just know that there's more talented. There's people who are gifted in ways. Everyone's gifted in a little bit different way. And some people are really gifted with that. So if you're an artist out there, I want to, um, I want a better logo <laughs> for the podcast. And I want some theme music. Um, even if you just wrote like a little short thing for the intro and the outro and like maybe a little thing to play in between segments of the show. Um, that could really add a lot. <laughs> so I'm not going to pay you any money for it, but I will, I'll link to your uh, social media profile or website or something. So I haven't spent any money on this podcast at all, like literally zero dollars. And I don't want any of you to spend any money on it, either completing the challenge. Um, the way you're going to support the show is by make, doing stuff on the subreddit, writing stuff on the subreddit. So, if you're an artist out there and you want to contribute something, and if you've, you've been inspired, um, send me some music for the podcast. Make make me an intro, and uh, make me uh, <laughs> make me some new podcast artwork. I would love to have that. It would make it a lot better. And and that's that. Um, as an example of what I'm talking about, there's this Mexican artist who I've been listening to a lot lately, Natalia Laforcade, and uh, it's funny because she all of her songs are in Spanish. And so I'm listening to all her, her music, which is so good. And most of the time I, I have no idea what the song, <laughs> I don't know what the song's about because I, I had this little project to learn Spanish, but I haven't really been on top of that. So I know like maybe some basic stuff. So I'm listening to the song Derecho de Nacimiento, which means birthright. And it's just such a great song. And I'm just listening to it over and over again. I finally looked up the words. And it could not be more relevant to this podcast. And it turns out that this was a song she collaborated with other people. It was during, uh, it was in 2012, I guess there was this like Mexican Occupy style movement. Yo soy 132. I should be able to say 132 in Spanish. Ciento Trente I guess. Um, it was a protest movement and there was this artist collective that they started making songs about the movement. And so this was her contribution to that. De Recho, De Recho de Nacimiento. And I actually read that she wrote some of the lyrics with her Twitter followers. So it was really collaborative and I'm going to post the YouTube video, but they recorded a performance of it where they're all just kind of like in a public plaza and they're in like a circle and they're singing the song. Everyone's playing different instruments. Different people are saying different lyrics and stuff. And it's just such a cool collaborative song and the lyrics are so good and it has this like marching like militant kind of feel to it and so that's that's the power of music in these movements and uh this is a uh, a request this this might be aimed at just one person or i have three friends who i think are listening to the show who speak spanish but if you're a spanish speaker out there um if you can translate that song for us, I found some translations into English on the internet, but I think it would be cool if, if you speak Spanish and you trend, you look at the lyric to the song and translate it into English so that the rest of the subreddit can enjoy the, the beautiful words and meaning in it. Um, that would be really meaningful to me. And I, I will read that on the next podcast episode if you do that. So, so that's all I have to say about the subreddit. Um, I was really happy with everyone contributing over the past week and I hope that you will keep that up. This last segment of the show, I, it's going to be a little bit of a story time. <laughs> I want to tell you all a story that is really special to me. It makes me happy every time I think about it. And it's, it's one of the most fun times I've had 
in my life. Um, I've been fortunate to have a lot of other really special moments since this time. And they're, they're all involving community and that connection with other people, that genuine connection. And this is really the genesis of the New Year's challenge, except I, I had no concept of that at the time. So this happened over 10 years ago. And I guess this is kind of like my, my bona fides, uh, my credentials of why I'm, I'm qualified to talk about this New Year's challenge, because this was my first experience doing something like this, reaching out to other people and organizing something and bringing people together in a really genuine and authentic way. So here's the story. Um, I had just graduated college and I kind of underwent this like spiritual awakening. And it had a lot to do with this job I had after college. I cut my salary right before I was supposed to go there. And I just really questioned like, does this company have my best interest at heart that I'm about to give my life to and or a big portion of my life? And I didn't like the answers again. (laughs) The truth came to me, but I didn't really like it at the time, which was that this company doesn't care about you. You know, all they care about is money. (laughs) And I just had to question why am I about to give my life to this organization that doesn't care about me at all. And I really was turned off by that. And then it's like, well, what else is there? You know? And it's like, well, again, I asked the question for the first time, like, what do I need to be happy in life? And the answers came to me, but I didn't like it because I was scared to go off on this different path. Um, I eventually did just quit my job and went and lived on a commune for a year. And that was a big change to make. And it was really hard in a lot of ways. Like I said, you know, a lot of people were just like, what's going on here? <laughs> I quit a really high paying job to, to go do that with no clear plan of my future after that. And so I could definitely understand it's like well like what are you doing here what's the long-term plan and the long-term plan was just to try to be happy (laughs) but um even before that happened so I, I had this spiritual awakening and then I went down to the beach the next week and was hanging out with a friend down there and in the past we would have probably just like drank beers and played video games till late at night slept in really late and then kind of just hung out in his, at his house, his parents' beach house down there all day. And it's like, you're at the beach, you know, it's like a beautiful place. And so I went down there and I just started seeing the world in a little bit of a different way. And it was like, there's all these possibilities we've like been sleeping on literally, you know, (laughs) why are we sleeping in all day when there's all these great things to be doing outside in this beautiful part of the world. And so we really lived a totally different way than we would have before. And we went to sleep early and we woke up like we were waking up early and uh, making breakfast. And then we were like playing chess with each other instead of playing video games. And the thing that happened was we used to play soccer together in high school. And like I said, this was right after I graduated college. And uh, there was a soccer field like two blocks down the street from his house and he had a soccer ball in his garage and I, I hadn't played soccer in years. And it made me think back to when I was in college, I was just basically either studying or working all the time. And I used to walk past the soccer field from campus to my apartment every single day. And a lot of times there were people playing soccer there. <laughs> the thought did not cross my, my mind one time to go and, and join them and play soccer with them for four years in college. Um, well, it was only one year at, that I was there, but uh, there were always people playing sports, pick up sports outside, which I love to do. And I never did it. (laughs) It's like, why? 
Um, and I, don't, I probably didn't even have an answer to that. I just wasn't thinking. I don't know. And so, again, I was my eyes were more open to these other possibilities of life. And uh, so this one day we were just like, let's let's go kick a soccer ball around. So we walked down the, the street to the soccer field and we just started playing soccer one on one, just me against him. And I cannot tell you how good that felt. <laughs> It was so refreshing and fun just to run around like little kids and kick the ball um, and play soccer. And I was like, I love playing soccer. Why haven't I been playing soccer? (laughs) I didn't have an answer for that. And uh, it it felt so good. I cannot tell you how good that felt. So so that that really planted a seed in me. And we had some other friends come down and we played soccer with them (laughs) and they were having fun. And then there were just like other people at the soccer field that we didn't know. And they were playing with us. So very quickly, it kind of started to take off this life of its own. And I, A, it was just so fun. And B, it was like amazing that everyone else loved it too. So, so unfortunately I, I had to leave after one week and I went back to where I was living and, um, I guess I, I had a, a month off from work, I think. And I basically decided that I was going to play soccer. <laughs> That's what I was going to do. I was going to find a way to play soccer. Um, but I didn't have any, again, I didn't have like a pickup game or anything. So I, I literally went around, I, I bought a soccer ball because <laughs> I didn't even own one at that point. <laughs> and I was just driving around from all the parks I knew in the area looking for people playing soccer outside, but nobody was there be- it was the summer and it was like the middle of the day. So I guess it was pretty hot out. And plus people were just like working or or whatever. So I didn't find anyone to play soccer with. So I was a little bit bummed out. And I eventually went to, uh, I went to this lake and I was just kind of reading a book and stuff, but it was just kind of like nagging at me. I was like, I really just want to play soccer. And finally the idea came to me, like, I should just ask, I should text this friend I have again from high school. The thing about this was everyone had just graduated college. And so everyone was like at home with staying at their parents' house. So like all my high school friends were around and with nothing to do, like nobody was really starting their, their job yet after college. So it was this really unique time when everyone was just like around kind of hanging out. And, uh, so I had this friend who, who played soccer on our high school soccer team. And, um, I got this idea to text her and ask her to play soccer. And I, (laughs) it was totally out of the blue. I mean, I never played, I played pickup football with some friends in high school occasionally, but never soccer. And plus it had been years since we had done that. So um, I had no idea how she was going to react to that. And if she said no, like, I don't know if what happened next would have ever happened. Um, (laughs) It's funny because this person actually just, uh, friended me on social media recently so if this is you and you are listening to this uh send me a message it would be really cool to catch up but um she said yes <laughs> to uh to play soccer <laughs> so i was just kind of blown away by that and i was like okay this is happening and i texted a couple other friends and two of them said yes and so we had uh we had four people and we all went and met at this uh, the school, and there's a soccer field there, and we played two on two soccer, and it was so fun. <laughs> I couldn't believe how fun it was, and it just felt so good to connect with people in that way. Like before, with my friends, we pretty much would have just drank alcohol. That was really the only time. I thinking back, like really, the only time I socialized with other people, there was always people were just drinking, 
And this was just such a, a more dynamic way to connect with people. And it was so fun. And like, you're connecting with that true version of people, you know, again, running around like little kids and just having fun and competing with each other, trying to do your best. And it was such a fulfilling and enjoyable activity. I was just like, I can't even, I was just like, I can't even believe this is happening. <laughs> you know, it was so cool. And that was just the start of it. So that went so well that, and everyone had such a great time that everyone really wanted to do it again. And what happened was I basically just started texting every single number in my phone. <laughs> like people I hadn't even talked to in years, friends from high school, I was just texting everyone and I didn't even care if they said yes or no. It was just cool to, to talk to people. People just appreciated me, like, like hearing from me and not everyone wanted to play soccer, but they were still just like happy to hear from me. And, just happy that this thing was happening. And, uh, but a lot of people started saying yes. And so more, more and more people started showing up to these soccer games, which I think it was like twice. It ended up being like twice a week. I was organizing these soccer games and again, just texting everyone in my phone. I just had a group text and I would just text everyone like, Hey, soccer tonight is at seven o'clock or something. And so more and more people started showing up. And before you know it, we had like four on four and then even more than that. And I had a friend who was driving it from like, an hour away to play soccer with us. And actually somebody else came um, from an hour away. So people were driving like really far to get there. And um, we, we started to have a pretty sizable group. I think we were getting up to like eight on eight kind of a thing, which is almost a full, a full game. For those who don't know, it's 11 on 11, including, I think including the goalie is a full soccer game. And it was just so cool. And like all these people I hadn't seen in years were coming, we were playing soccer together. And I was just thinking like, otherwise everyone would have just been sitting at home, like playing Xbox. <laughs> but all these 20 year old college graduates were running around chasing a little white ball in a field and having the time of our lives. <laughs> it was, it was so cool. So the really cool thing that started to happen was somehow one of my friends from elementary school showed up. I can't remember if I even had his number or how that came about, but I went to this elementary school that actually went to two different middle schools. So I went to one where most of my friends from elementary school went to a different one. And this friend who started showing up, he, we got separated um, after elementary school, but he was showing up and, and playing soccer with us. And he started bringing his friends. So I was meeting people I hadn't even met before. And I was seeing people I hadn't seen or even really thought about since elementary school. And we started connecting. And like I said, everyone was just like home hanging out before they start, started their, their full-time jobs or whatever. And so we were just like hanging out during the week. And I was meeting like his group of friends that I was like, this would have been my group of friends probably if I went to this other middle school and high school. And um, it was really, really cool just to see everything that started coming out of that. We started like going and getting food at a restaurant after the, the game. And um, just, it felt so good just to be around everyone and share time with, with people, but in a meaningful way. And um, so it really grew into this thing, like this really fun and fun thing that everyone just looked forward to all the time. And the culmination of it was we we finally had enough people this one game. We had exactly 22 people, and we had a full 11-on-11 game with goalies. And 
there was this one moment where I just remember like somebody kicked the ball in the air and everyone was just like flowing and moving, you know, kind of in, in sync with each other and just totally focused and like in, in the present moment in tune with, with that soccer game. And it was just so cool to experience that and, and to see that. And so this is, this is the inspiration for the new year's challenge because that is something that I brought into the world by texting my friends. And these are the kind of things that you can create and bring into the world. So I don't want you to limit yourself when you do the New Year's Challenge. And even if you do the New Year's Challenge, so IBEX 3838, I mean, again, I'm not going to ask anything more from you once you finish the challenge. That's that's all I was asking for. But you can really take this thing and expand it as big as you want. Like think about organizing a potluck with your neighbors or some group of friends or I've organized like knitting circles or like sing-alongs. These group activities can be really rewarding to bring people together like that and just seeing the people who show up they might make connections between them that you're not even aware of so um this was my first experience with something like this and that was something that i brought into the world but it's like again it's like this idea that's already out there you know i didn't make soccer resonate with these people like they just like playing soccer i just i presented a situation where they they could join into that so I know that all of you have these creative ideas and, and visions um, inside of you. And these are the really cool things that you can start to bring into the world and to create. And, and this is how we're going to build the society that, that we need is, is doing stuff like this. So, um, so I'm hoping that that's what you can get out of the story, but it's just a fun story that I like to share. But so this, this full 22 on 20 or 11 on 11 soccer game, we had that beautiful moment. And then, everyone was having such a good time that it got dark out and uh, the cars, the parking lot was right next to the field and people went into their cars and turned their headlights on (laughs) so we could keep playing after dark. (laughs) And that's how much fun everyone was having. And we did keep playing just lit by the the headlights of the cars, everyone's cars they had driven there. So I was just in awe of that. And it it was just so cool. It's one of, one of the, the coolest things I think I've done. Um, and that was the inspiration of all these other things. I've a lot of other things I've done. Like I said, I, these uh, these sing-alongs and stuff. Just seeing everyone come together like that around a common purpose or enjoyable thing is really special. So I'm really happy now that I can share this with you, and that that's that's really the genesis of this New Year's challenge. Because I know that I did that. I know that I'm I was capable of that. And really, what it came down to was just texting people in my phone. <laughs> and some people said yes, and some people said no. And the people who said yes, and we all showed up, like, that's, that's what made the experience happen. And it's not a knock on people who said no, it's just, um, that was real. You know, the soccer games were real. And the people who showed up, uh, we made it happen. So, um, so that's, that was really my first experience with this. And that's, that's why I feel I have something to share and some perspective and experience knowing that you all can do that as well, because I wouldn't have thought I could do something like that, but I know now that I can, and I have done it again since then. And I know that you all can do it too, and in different ways that I can and connecting with people in ways that I can't. So, so that's my story. Um, I hope that you really like that. And I, I also hope that can just kind of be an example of storytelling, um, like I was, I was saying, this person I met on the snowshoe hike, she has her students do this storytelling. And I, I really enjoy that. I've always really enjoyed reading autobiographies just because you get that, um, excuse me, 
that first person perspective and you get the person's thoughts and feelings about situations and you get to see that you're human in the way that they are. And if you were in that situation, you probably would have been feeling and reacting the same way. And through books and writing, we have the power to experience life a little bit through other people's eyes. And like, we can learn wisdom and, and lessons about life from situations that we might not be in ourselves, but other people are. And that's really interesting and valuable to me to read about. So I, I would like, if you all have stories like that, um, just over the next weeks and a couple of months, um, if you have some story that's along those lines, like, please feel free to share that on the subreddit. I'd love to, to hear your stories about this. Really just anything in life that was a meaningful experience for you and that you learned something from. Um, I'd love to, to cultivate this spirit of storytelling. And especially when you finish the New Year's challenge, like really make it a story of how you even came to, to think about it and, and how you decided what to do with that and, and walk us through like the, the process of, you know, organizing the thing or calling the process of calling your relative or whoever you reach out to, um, walk us through it from your first person perspective and tell us a story about it. And there's going to be a lesson. There's going to be lessons in there that you don't even really foresee, but different people are going to get different things out of your just genuine sharing of your experience in life. So, so that's my story and I look forward to hearing your stories. Um, that is it for this episode. Uh, so the next episode, again, it'll be coming to you in the next week or so, um, week or two weeks, I think. I'm never going to ask for money from you all, but what I do need is for you to write stuff on the subreddit or contribute things on the subreddit. So I'm not going to do another episode until I see somebody write or contribute at least one thing to the subreddit, which you all came through last week. Uh, you, you kind of exceeded my expectations in a lot of ways. So. But that's how you're going to keep the podcast going, not with money, but again, this this capital of character and um, sharing anonymously. I hope that that'll help you feel more comfortable sharing. So if you want another podcast episode and you go on the subreddit and you hate nobody's written something in a while, just write something. Even if one person writes one thing, um, that's probably enough <laughs> for me to, to talk about. So, so that's how you're going to keep the show going. And that's why the next episode date will be a little bit variable. But I did want to talk about this suffering and struggling aspect of life and probably never really liking that part of life, but at least coming to some sort of peace with it and understanding its role and what you can get out of those experiences that inevitably we're all going to have some time like that in our lives. So that'll be what I have to contribute. But um, again, I really look forward to highlighting all of your thoughts and actions that that you're going to be writing on the subreddit and i really thank thanks again to the three people whose writing i read on this episode that's what's going to make this this really special and um that's it uh in the future hopefully i'll have some outro music to play but i don't so <laughs> so have a great week and i look forward to talking to you later